Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gagan Press, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be talking about all things Liverpool. You know the score by now. My name is Andrew Headspeeth, and as always, I'm joined by my toppest of top reds. I think now he's technically fifth in line to play centre-back for Liverpool because of all the injuries. It is, of course, the one and only Mr Alex Purdy. How are you, sir? Very good, mate. We're, uh, we're back to winning ways, um, with the slight caveat yeah. that you just mentioned that I am now fifth in line to play centre-back. Have you, have you got the boots ready, dusted off? Yes. Well, does that make you sixth in line then? Oh, I'd like to think fourth, actually. Oh, know, just, I think, like, well, they, why? They come to me for experience. You're taking shots at me now. I'm, I'm behind you. Yeah, well, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm a young prospect and you're an older How head. tall are you? I don't know which one of us is taller. Probably uh, you're slightly taller. So I'm six and a half, so now. let's go six one. Okay, well, that's yeah, already much taller than I am. So, yes, you are. <laughs> Your fourth in line. Um, okay, yeah, as you mentioned, we are back to winning ways. That's back-to-back Champions League wins uh, and also, you know, two in a row with the with the win over uh, Sheffield United at the weekend. 2-0 against Midtjylland. I think I'm pronouncing that probably wrongly, but there you go. Um, how happy are you with the start? We've made six points from six. If we win our home games now, I think that's pretty much us through. It wasn't really the most convincing of wins, but a win's a win's a win. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, look, we've basically done it by not getting out of first gear, maybe second at a push. Uh, we've done absolutely the bare minimum and sort of crawling to top of the group, which is just perfect. And it's Jurgen Klopp's first time he's ever... Won his first group games, first two group games in the Champions League. So is that right? Wow, that's he'll be a happy stat. man. I know. Thank you. I mean, I just nabbed it off what? BT, but you know, I'll take the credit. <laughs> what when we won? What happened then? Did we lose? We lost to Napoli, didn't we? I think that year. We had yeah, a habit of well, we, to we lose to Napoli all the time. Uh, we lost. We lost soon, all so. our away games that season. We won it. We did. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Apart from Bayern Munich. All right. So, technically, that means that we are definitely going to win the Champions League this year, doesn't it? I think that's yeah. that's yeah. what that tells us. I look forward to that. Um, Klopp obviously opted to, to change a few things around. We saw Minamino, Shakiri, Origi all start. Um, I was quite happy to see them come in because obviously the fixture list is just so insane uh, at the moment and probably for most of this season. Um, particularly Shakiri because he's sort of a player that I, I really liked in his first season at, at Liverpool, didn't really get that many games last season, obviously because of his injuries and just the way things were going. But I'm glad personally that he didn't move on. And I thought he in particular looked sharp yesterday. I don't know if you would agree. Yeah, on that as well, he first. was he was the best out of the sort of backup players to come in. I thought it was a missed opportunity for Minamino and Origi, to be honest. Uh, they didn't play well. They at all. Yeah, they were. They were, um, but we didn't need them to be excellent in this game. Although, for them personally, uh, they should have done a lot better. But it was great to see Shakiri play well. And that reverse ball into Trent uh, basically won us oh, the game. In lovely. The 
Yeah, yeah, the game, it, it wasn't the sort of game that, you know, we're talking a lot about the um, 14 99 or whatever it is to watch a Premier League game in the moment. It wasn't the sort of oh. game you'd been happy about if you'd paid for on a pay-per-view. But for that goal alone, I think it was worth it because that was sick, wasn't it? That, it was, it was uh, a great goal. Lovely bit of play between Shakiri and Trent. And even better to see Jota on the score sheet again. Um, yes, lovely. Great header against Sheffield as well. Um, so he looks like... He could potentially be starting for us a few more times than I initially predicted when we signed him. We'll get on to West Ham in a bit, but would you like to see him start in that game? Uh, no, because against... <laughs> I know I just said I'd like to see him start more, but no. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him start more, but not next week <laughs> not and now, not the week after not that. Then. Yeah, um, not now. Yeah. Um, only because when we played the 4-2-3-1 against Sheffield United and he started... Yeah. We looked lost, and particularly he looked lost in the first half. He basically didn't know where to stand, um, which is fair mm. enough because he's coming into a new team and then a brand new system straight away. Um, so keep bedding him in, and then over time, I think just stick him on the left wing and maybe not piss about with him on the right midfield position because we looked lost. Yeah. The whole team looked lost against Sheffield, to be honest. It, that's that's true, and I thought that was that looked like it was going to be the same for quite a while um, last night as well. So I'm glad that they did find their feet, and it took that bit of inspiration from from Trent. I thought he was terrific. I don't know if you saw that. Um, well, you probably saw it during the game, but that clip that was doing the rounds, like on social media afterwards, of that swerving crossfield first Incredible. time pass, which was just absolutely ridiculous. What a switch! Yeah, that was. it doesn't surprise me anymore because that's sort of like a standard no. Trent pass now. You trademark that mm. copyright. Exactly. And uh, Jota, yeah, again, I'm really pleased for him just to get these goals early on because you see so many players that come in to do that role where they're going to be they're going to be bit part players, at least for the first season. And if they don't get a few goals, you see all the sort of the, like talking Twitter heads just really going in on them for not like just just for not scoring. And the fact that he has now got back to back goals, important goals as well. I mean, I know Salah got the penalty late on, but it was essentially the match winner um, yeah, last he, night. And he also put the Arsenal game to bed on his debut. So... Yeah, exactly. What a start for him. I also, I also like the fact that he's like the least Portuguese-looking Portuguese player I think I've ever seen. He's like he's so pasty and sort of English. What would you say almost, then? Where where do you think he actually comes from? Do you know what? I was thinking about this last night. He looks like a third a third Murray brother. He's got that sort of Andy Jamie Murray kind of look Two. to me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. See him on a tennis court. It's, it's something about this, like the the pasty skin, slightly frizzy hair. He's got he's he's got he's got Scottish serious vibes. Murray vibes to me. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I'll take that if he if we can get him and uh, and Robertson down the left wing, a sort of like yeah, faux Scottish link up. I'm happy okay. with that. Um, obviously, it wasn't a perfect night. Uh, Fabinho went off injured again. I mean, it was like it was the one thing we like didn't really want to happen. The only it. player not to be injured <laughs> was him, and he gets injured. Yeah, uh, touched on that at the start, but literally now there is one fit senior centre back in Joe Gomez, who I think was seen leaving the game wrapped in bubble wrap and <laughs> protective bubble. No one, just to make no sure one nothing happens to him. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get like because I've seen the Klopp quotes after the game where he said that it was mainly sort of a cautionary thing to take him off. They think he could have played on, but obviously they didn't want to uh, to risk it in the situation they're in, which is obviously smart. Uh, but if it's a hamstring thing, he potentially could be out for the weekend, and um, we don't know how much long beyond that because Liverpool do have quite a, a tough run of games with I think, City, Atalanta, and then Leicester. Don't they? That's the three together. Yeah, which is not good. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know how how costly is this going to be for us. Firstly, as a centre back, but also in his in his key role as a DM. I mean, everyone's forgetting about that now as well because of the crisis at centre back. But there are games where we need him in that role uh, at the base of midfield as well. That is true. I've always said we need him in midfield, um, but we've got such uh, depth in midfield that it's probably passable for now. Um, just on Klopp's quotes, he actually he said Fabinho could have carried on but he told me he wouldn't be able to sprint. Uh, you don't need that as a centre-back. You kind of need to sprint in those scenarios. So it is looking like a more serious injury than he could have played on. Um, but that's Fabinho just wanting to stay on, I guess. Uh, how costly will this be for us? Uh, well, surprisingly, Reese Williams looks pretty decent. He hasn't made an error when he's come on, but I don't I don't trust him to start the remainder of Maybe his... That- no, Baby no, Van Dyke. No, 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 that's no, what people no, are saying. No, 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 no. Let's not. Come on. Calm down. <laughs> um, I, I would think Henderson would have to slot in there now. He did it in the Club World Cup last really? year. Um, Wijnaldum's done a game there as well. I don't know if it was like Brighton or Huddersfield a couple couple years ago. He went uh, slotted yeah, that there. That was in a three. Back. I think that was in a three. I think Emery Chan oh, you might as be well. Right. We love just dropping yeah. some random midfielder in there. Um, and it it's seems... very Barcelona, isn't it? It's very Pep's Barcelona that. Oh, that's a rival. Let's not copy him. Um, <laughs> no, but I, you remember that season they had uh, Yaya Toure at centre back. Yeah, such a, such well, a wild show. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was very young back then. God, I forget <laughs> that you are essentially a, a child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was impressed with Williams as well. I think it's it's worth like just not skipping over the fact that the fact that he was playing in the Conference North last season, which is the sixth tier of English football, and now to be playing his second Champions League game is pretty remarkable. I know under normal circumstances he wouldn't be getting anywhere near that first team right now, but he is and he did well. I thought like he was always assured he did like the simple things uh, well. He didn't sort of try and do anything sort of Hollywood to show off on his mm. first, um, well not his first. An Adrian-esque performance is what you're trying to say. He didn't do anything stupid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, speaking of, great to have Alisson as well back in goal for Champions League oh. night. I thought he was very good. Uh, probably the difference between us winning that game and drawing it, because there were a couple of slightly hairy moments when uh, Midtjylland did get in behind. Uh, I thought it was going to be a draw at the end there when um, it was Dreyer, whoever it was, like completely turned Gomez and just flicked it over Alisson. That was, but... that was class. But Alisson actually did well there, coming out, made himself big. He had to he sort did. of dink it. It was going to be a tight angle and he just about missed it. So, yeah, maybe Alisson did yeah. win us that game in the end. You, I've said it before and it's just you, you see how much a goalkeeper's presence like really matters in those situations because people see like Alisson and the, the size and confidence of him bearing down on them and it does it has such an impact in the way that it just it doesn't fit with other goalkeepers. Well, yeah. Do you think, do you think Aston Villa are taking like a million shots at Alisson and four of them get deflected? No, they're going to try and, almost... you know, it's, it's completely different. Opposite ends of the spectrum. Thank you for bringing that game up again. I almost, almost no, it's forgot right. about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, now top of the group uh, with Atlanta and Ajax drawing last night as well. So it's a it's a, it's a good start. You know, we haven't really seen the best of Liverpool so far in this in this competition, but two wins, two clean sheets, top of the group. Jobs are good, isn't it, really, you'd say? Exactly. And as I said, we've done it not even getting out of second gear. So we're fresh for the Premier League and we're top of the Champions League group, rotating, getting experience to our younger players, our fringe players. It's basically the perfect start in a weird way. 
<laughs> Dreamland. Yeah, we've managed to put an incredibly positive spin on what was quite an underwhelming <laughs> performance there. Probably one of the most boring um, games I've ever seen us play, but perfect. Yeah, well, we'll take it. Oh, and just a uh, final mention on the game before we move on is that uh, Jota's uh, goal to make it 1-0 made 10,000 Liverpool goals uh, mm. in all competitions ever. Uh, little <laughs> quiz question for you, Perds. Oh. Who got 9,000? I saw this. Uh, I saw this tweeted. Yeah, if you, I'll give you a clue. If you think that like every thousandth goal comes like once every ten years, so what, ten years, the, so twenty ten. Yes, it was around twenty ten, and it's like it's a weird. I've got score. someone in my head. I don't know why. Dirk Cout. Go on. Um, it's even less likely than that. You, Is you it? get one more guess. Se- think centre back. Think didn't play very often. Oh, back I can then see the fear though. Oh, Quartes. Oh, not far off. It was Kyriakos. Oh, it's one of them stupid... F- yeah, yeah, of course you do, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, exactly. congrats to him. Yeah, well done. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone will remember think, that. Goes down in history. Exactly. And I think the one before that, I think it was 8,000 was Mike Lowen, and then there were, like, some slightly more, like, illustrious names before that, like, I don't know, <laughs> Kenny Dalglish or whatever. But, yeah, it was just fun Love to that. see, like, his name just in the middle there. Oh. Okay, well, uh, we will take a quick break now, and then after we come back, we'll be talking about the West Ham game this weekend. Okay, so uh, Saturday evening kickoff, West Ham at home. They've been playing pretty well at the moment. They're unbeaten in four, two wins, two pretty creditable draws against, uh, who was it, Tottenham and Man City. Um, is this a kind of dangerous fixture for Liverpool at the moment, just with the way that that we're playing, the injuries that we have, and the form that they're in? Uh, incredibly dangerous. I mean, of recent years, we we sort of score the first goal and then they, they fold and we batter them. And, you know, City have done that as well. Um, but West Ham are now sort of, they got their mentality from somewhere. Surprising if it came from David Moyes. But they've got it. I think it came from that time. That came from that time when he was banned from the touchline. I think, and they're still living <laughs> off that. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope that dies out soon, just in time for this game. Um, but this will be very, very difficult. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll win just because it's at Anfield. But if we were playing away, I could see us losing it. Yeah, um, I kind of agree. West Ham, I guess, along with Southampton at the moment, are probably the two the two form teams in the Premier League. Uh, if, I think Liverpool still, I would much prefer a home game against Fulham at this point in time with the injuries that we've got. Uh, but, you know, man for man, we still, we should be winning this, we should be winning this game, no matter what. I hope that Matip is fit to play alongside Gomez because I don't really want to have to see uh, Williams thrown in there against Mikel Antonio in the form that he's in and the physicality that that West Ham bring yeah. in attack. Even Jared Bowen um, is looking great. And Fornells. Yeah, Fornells did basically exactly. nothing last season. He's coming in, he looks great. Um, He's, he was a very good player in Spain as well, and I think he will be a good signing for them. But yeah, yeah it's, it's like it, yeah. strange seeing West Ham playing well. It's don't weird, like it. it. No, mm. they don't suit it. I had them going down, <laughs> and now they're pushing top four. Yeah. Like, how long is this going to What last? a season. Yeah. Uh, where what what battles are we looking at then that we think where this is going to be won and lost and like who do you want to see come in? Guessly, firstly in that in the, in midfield, and you know what? Let's just let's just do it as an eleven. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to see play for Liverpool? Obviously, we're talking Allison, 
uh, Robbo and Trent are a given, but who's your centre-back partnership? Well, look, they're playing on the counter quite well, and we, we like getting caught out from our high line. So we need a, a short head. <laughs> we like back. it, do we? <laughs> well, it seems like it at the moment, okay. or a week's <laughs> gone by. Um, so, uh, yeah, Henderson at centre-back with Joe Gomez, I think it has to be done. Really? Um, yeah. I think if Matip's even 75% fit... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, But I'm saying, let's say, you know, Virgil, Matip and Fabinho are all out. Then the last resort, mm. I think, is Henderson over Reese Williams, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and then hopefully Thiago's back to sort of give us something going forward in the midfield. And then yeah, sort of rest of the team writes itself. Or does it? So Thiago alongside... Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you're talking either Wijnaldum, Milner, again, could come in. If you're talking about dropping Henderson into into defence, if that has to happen, then you're playing Milner alongside um, Thiago and Wijnaldum. Has he got the legs to do back-to-back games? He's, just he's always got the legs, hasn't he? He's, he's eternal. He's going to outlast <laughs> polystyrene, isn't he? Yeah, what's Kate, what's Kate doing at the moment? Just having a bit of time off? I think he's off, one or? of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, he's just chilling for the oh, moment. Oh, cool. Uh, he's... He's the one of the ones alongside. I think it was Matip and Thiago that um, that wasn't available midweek, but Klopp said they might well be available for the weekend. So oh, that always means him. they are. If they might be, they are. When Klopp says that, well, you've you've definitely jinxed that now. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, I think for me, um, I'm happy to have Firmino start alongside Salah Mane, but I would really like to also see uh, Jota come into that as well. But how? May fit him in. Whether he comes off the bench, I'm not sure. Yeah, but then we're playing four two three one again, and we just look yeah we just look slow, uh, and we can't afford to do that against West Ham at the moment. But we might have to, and they might have to just start getting used to that system now. Yeah, I don't know. Is that something you think that Klopp is looking at as like a, a long term uh, plan, or is it just something that's that's happening just to sort of react to a couple of games? Because for me, it doesn't feel like. It's exactly the way that he wants he wants Liverpool to to play. Um, I think he's he's done it sort of three seasons in a row now. He sort of has a a four game spell where he tries it out and then thinks nope, it's not working again. Let's go back. Um, so mm. maybe he's just doing that again and it's not working again. Um, but we do need a plan B and it's not a bad option with the players we've got. We just need to keep sticking with it. And at the moment, it seems like our only option. Yeah, indeed. Uh, last week, uh, well, you took down the, the score I predictions. I did. Do we want to uh, revisit those? Because um, <laughs> it wasn't great. Just lie. Just lie. Oh, so we both said 1-0 against Ajax and then 2-1 against... No. You said Ajax would win 2-1. No, I didn't. You said we would win 2-1 against Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> I read that out wrong. Uh, you had us down as a win, so I guess that's all right. I said we draw nil nil, so what's that? Do mm-hmm. you get a point? Do you want a point? I'll take a point. Okay, and we yeah. both said we beat Sheffield, but you said two nil, and I said four nil. So you can have half think... a point. So you're one and a half okay. nil up. Congrats. Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, for this game, I think looking at West Ham's results, they conceded three to Tottenham, but other than that, they've been pretty uh, mean so far this season. Um, sort of only City, Arsenal and, and Villa have conceded fewer goals so far this season. Uh, I kind of think it's going to be a low-scoring game just because of the way that Liverpool have been playing as well so far this season. 
I would say... Let's go 2-1. No! Standard. Oh, I wanted to do that. Is that what you were going to go for as yeah. well? You're going to do that? Uh, oh, we're, uh, not, we're, we're not going to keep a clean sheet, are we? Let's go 3-2. 3-2, oh, nice. Thriller. But if well, it is 2-1, you're it. not having the point, because I wanted that as well. <laughs> okay. Um, right, I think that's essentially all we've got time for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you can, please drop us a review uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It would be very much appreciated. Subscribe to the Gagan Press if you haven't already. Uh, and we'll be back with you next week, probably on Tuesday, to discuss the West Ham game, the thriller that will be 3-2, according to Perds, and preview our next Champions League game against Atalanta. Uh, thanks so much for me, and... Purdy, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. Bye.